Hey, everyone. I'm here with Kelly. And uh, today we're going to talk about Nashville because I just got back from Nashville and I just thought, you know, it'd be a great subject to talk about because I've never been there before. And, uh, you know, I was telling Kelly how much fun I had. So I thought, you know, there's just this thriving music scene going on. And I just wanted to, uh, you know, tell everybody about it. So um, here we are. (laughs) And I wanted to hear about it. Um Yeah. We were communicating while you were there back and right. forth, email and text and like, right. yeah, we didn't have all the details when you get back. So the first thing that I think the audience might like to know is what took you to Nashville? Why did you go there? Oh, yeah. Happen? Good question. Well, you know, um, gosh, during the pandemic, I had done a recording session with uh, a friend of mine named Crosby Tyler, who's an Americana artist. Um, we actually knew each other a long time ago, but he was putting this album together and he recorded, even though he lives outside of Nashville, he decided to record it in uh, L.A. because he knows a lot of good musicians here. And we had some great musicians like Aubrey Richmond. Remember, we had her on the podcast mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she tours with Duff McKeegan. Is it McKeegan or McKeegan? I always mess up. Oh, sorry, Duff. Duff McKeegan. And then um, Shooter Jennings, which is um, Waylon Jennings' son. And she's real- If you like our videos, go ahead and click on like and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Thanks. And she's real big in that scene. And she's a really good fiddle player and she's a really good singer. So anyway, he was telling me about Aubrey and he's like, you know, I want to hear you guys together. So we sang and we did the album and then he was, he's really promoting it a lot. So he said, uh, you know, why don't you come down to Nashville and we'll do like this little mini tour. So I never, I've never been there. So I really thought I want to check it out because I know a lot of, of my friends have moved there like uh, Paul Taylor, you know, he's moved there and he's carved out a real songwriting career. Uh, he was in, the one in Winger, right? He was in Winger. And then he's also toured with uh, Alice Cooper and I believe Journey. He was the keyboardist. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know he did all that. Yeah. yeah more okay. recently than, you know, Winger. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think Winger is actually doing uh, some reunion tours on cruises and things, right? Fun. And our good friend, Mark Ferrari has, you know, been on, I think cruises with them. And so, um, yeah. So anyway, I knew Paul was there. And then a couple of my other friends, this guy, uh, Mike Khalil, who I actually hired for a song I wrote to do a pedal steel guitar on. And he, uh, he's, he's going back and forth because there's so much work there. And m- one of the, my biggest surprises was that it's not just, you know, country music. It's like everything you go. There's a uh, part of Nashville called Whiskey Row, which is like the, the sunset strip of, you know, Nashville and huh? all the clubs are there. But Kelly, it's like, oh, my gosh, you can't even. It was November and it felt like New Year's Eve in Las Vegas. I mean, that's how crowded it is. Wow. You know? So uh, and- in, at night. Didn't you say something about like they have music all day too, though, right? Yeah. I mean, from okay, so I finished, we had some gigs there um, on Whiskey Whiskey Row and we would finish by eight, nine o'clock. And so Crosby took me to a couple of places. There's this place called Robert's Western World, which is, I've been told, the if you're the real hot band on, on Whiskey Row, you play there. So they, they, the gigs that go on there are from like six to, I think two, three in the morning. I'm not really sure, but they go on really late. So this is a funny story. So then there's this Taco Bell that's right along the Whiskey Row. And and so he was like, you got to check out this Taco Bell because there's talent. There's people playing there too, right? So we go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell. 
it's like it's like there's a stage with a guy and a girl and they're just using their iPads or iPhones or whatever and they do like a two-hour set and then they swap people out every like two hours and then they uh I I don't know how much they get paid I think they get an hourly and then like people give them tips so they're making you know maybe fifty a hundred dollars an hour working at Taco Bell (laughs) so if you're if you're a musician and you need money it's it's a good place to go, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So, but the other thing that really surprised me was walking down whiskey row and you hear people doing Adele, uh, a lot of rock too. I was surprised, you know, people are doing yeah. rock covers and um, so off the beaten path, which is where we performed too. There's a, a place called Tennessee brews where we performed and um, that's, you can be a little more experimental if you have new original music, you don't have to do covers. You can kind of mix the, the two. But there's this, uh, the group that I was telling you about before that I'd love for them to be on our podcast, which is Kelly's Heroes, same like you, but spelled a little differently. They uh, they call themselves Power Country. And they're like, just, you know, there's a stand-up bass and they're like, you know, the, the bass player is the, the lead singer. And he's just like, uh, you know, just twirling the bass and jumping all over, oh, wow. you know, mm-hmm. so they've got a lot of energy. And wow. uh, so they're really good. And uh, yeah, and it was just a really good time. Now we started off the tour, actually not in Nashville, we were in a place called Johnson City. And then we went to a place called Bristol, which Bristol is the um, self-proclaimed um start of country music they call it the the beginnings of country music because the uh, june carter cash family she um she was from around that area so they did some recordings there johnny cash's wife and they um they have um they have a hotel which is really beautiful called sessions which i was i was at the hotel and, and i took some pictures of it and it's all kind of um restored to uh look a certain time period but it's all like brand new looking uh-huh. you know and uh so there's a place called the june god it's the carter family home that uh, i might try to sing at at some point because the girl that saw us performing when we were in bristol said oh you do really well at this foundation that they have it's like a home that's been restored of the cash uh june carter cash family if i'm saying her name right but it's um their home and um people do events there and they have music there every weekend you know so that was really cool but bristol i was really impressed it's like a little miniature nashville not half as crazy and very small but there's like all this uh historical stuff on the walls of all the people that have performed there and um you know then they have a theater on the main road there which like it's a mid-sized theater like kind of like the Wiltern in LA for like people like okay. Lindsay Buckingham and people like that were playing that week so um I really really liked Bristol a lot and um so then that we opened there went then went to Nashville and Nashville is just way more crazier. <laughs> um, so. so I have a question. Sure. So did you ever watch the show Nashville? No. When you told, I know I saw, so, yeah. I saw so it was bad. good. It was so good. Um, I was just wondering. So the bluebird cafe is where everybody always played. Is the bluebird cafe really re- real? You know, I Nashville? didn't go to the bluebird cafe, but I'll, I'll look it up because no one told okay. me about it. So I don't know. I was wondering if it was still there or was real. Is it- ever. Yeah, is it a real place? I don't know. No one told me about I, it. I th- I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think 
you know, in what watching videos on YouTube, I think I saw Steven Tyler uh, showed up there once. And then hmm. he was also on Nashville. He's saying, um, oh, we did. I think it was a Patsy Cline song. Crazy, crazy. crazy. He's saying yeah. that with Hayden Panettiere. And anybody that's watching this, if you go to YouTube and you look up that scene and them singing that song, oh, I get goosebumps. It was really, really, really I got to check it out. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I, uh, very cool to see. I could see him doing a good job on that song, you know? Yeah, it was really good. But yeah, they do a lot of, like I said, there's more rock going on on, on Whiskey Road uh -huh. than I thought, you know, because everyone always thinks, oh, yeah. it's just country, it's just country. But um, a lot well, of people- how is it different than the LA? So, you know, we, we were fortunate to, well- everybody still listens to rock the sure. 80s and 90s rock were so popular and everybody still listens to it um, i'm here in wyoming and we've got country stations and classic rock um everybody loves rock and roll so well, how is yeah. it different in nashville compared to the rock scene in los angeles well say i would say country music or americana or a little bit of blues is definitely prevalent but like when at Margaritaville where we were going to do a gig at the um, there was another room where uh, this duo was playing and um, they were doing covers, you know, and they were doing uh, Tom Petty, Fleetwood Mac, you uh -huh. know, so yeah. they were doing classic, I guess, rock, you know, mm -hmm. from a certain era. And I always say that, like, uh, you know, rock music will never die. I mean, the who had that song, you know, rock and roll. Yeah. will never rock die. Rock, never, yeah. yeah. A long live rock but um <laughs> it's true because you know even in movies that's the stuff that you always hear a soundtrack that's rock music or uh yeah. you know from 80s it's 90s, a special okay. time in music history i feel like i feel so blessed to have been around the scene the you know uh sunset strip and hollywood during that time with all um just music that and i don't know if it's just you know being nostalgic. My generation thinking that my generation's music was better than all the right. other music. Um, but yeah, just just so many the ballads and then the the fun rock songs that you know make you happy and um well and I, I always say that you know I haven't spent a lot of time in middle America because you know I'm from Los Angeles and but you know I could see like going in Bristol, Bristol, the town I was telling you about, there was a record store that we did a little promo in. We we sang at this record store and it was all classic rock stuff there, you know, from Kiss yeah. to Aerosmith, you know. So I think even when you go outside of the big cities like L.A. and New York, that's where the rock music really thrives, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that Bristol, this town I'm telling you about, which is about four hours outside of uh, Nashville, is, uh, a, you know, a quintessential American town in that way. You know, yeah. uh, they love rock music, but they're known for their country music. So and it's all mute, you know. I'm one of those people that well, I love country. I like country rock, and um, that's true. Country I mean, I is too. also very moving, um, you know, catchy. Sometimes you know, make you sad. Sometimes make you happy. So I think they're kind of related. Yeah, um, well, definitely. I mean, stretching um, off of each other. And you know, a lot of artists started off in country, like um, Taylor Swift. 
you know, and then mm-hmm. they kind of cross the, when you become a hit, you just automatically cross over, you know, yeah. Shania Twain and all those yeah. people yeah. All started in country yeah. music, you know, and Dolly Parton. I mean, she's Dolly country, but and she, she just got in the rock and roll hall of fame, which is kind of funny, you know, well, she turned it down initially. I know. I, I don't I know. know if she stuck to her guns and turned it down completely, but she's like, I don't feel like I belong in there. Cause I'm country. No, no. She was there. She accepted her uh, award and, Good. and, uh, she said, I didn't see them yet, but she she wrote a song, and I think she said she's doing an a rock album because she feels like oh. I, you know, I won this. She said her husband has always been a big rock fan, so she uh-huh. was like, "I'm doing a album of rock music." And um, my friends that were there uh-huh. said that the song was really good, but I haven't heard it yet. So, but uh, that'll be neat to see. Yeah. Um, on a side note, my friend yeah. Suzette, who you know, Suzette Andres was in Precious Metal, and now she does a cover band called Wildside. She mm-hmm. just told me. That she, her band, Precious Metal from the mm-hmm. 80s, is being inducted into the New England Hall of Fame. Wow, Rock Hall of Fame. that's great. Yeah, yeah. They were, um, you know, they were an all-girl band, Precious Metal. And I guess, um, anyway, I can't remember everything she told me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was exciting too. Well, good for her. Yeah, yeah maybe we yeah. should have her on the pod. She's a drummer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should. I love yeah. female drummers. I asked her, I said, do, you know, can we do the podcast with you? And she goes, well, I don't know interesting to say she does she just doesn't realize it i mean being a female drummer and her experiences in the 80s to now she's you know still still doing it tribute it's a tribute um it's a cover band yeah they do no they do covers oh Oh, i thought they just did uh fleet mac but no no i think maybe there was a time when they were doing something like that too but um yeah and she's multi-talented because to drum she sings she's like their singer and drummer and to drum and sing at the same time is really yeah hard. it's hard oh yeah because you got so much energy i was wondering like don yeah you're exhausted just from you're doing aerobics basically yeah. um and, and then singing <laughs> the one thing i was going to tell you was i got to play my mandolin it's oh let me here. see see my ma- little mandolin uh, this is a gift from my father but i actually um i got to um play with Crosby because he had a song that he wanted me to play the mandolin on. So do you I have bought... any clips that we can include in our video? I believe so. I'm trying to okay. get that together as you know, Good. as soon as we're done, Good. I'm going to get them together. Hopefully, but... Yeah. Hopefully we can include that in here. Yeah. The audio wasn't that great. Cause I didn't have a personal, you know, videographer with yeah. me. So I was yeah. like, my next tour, you know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> bring it. Bring I, your your crew. Yeah, I got to bring a crew. Yeah, because I. Can I be a part of the uh, what's that? <laughs> Can I yeah. be a part of your entourage? I'll be do your hair and makeup. Yeah, oh, that's so funny because my friend Joan was like, you know, Joan, she was like, Can I be your wardrobe mistress? I said, <laughs> You already are. Because before I left, she was like, she has all this country stuff, and she was like, Take this, take this, uh, take this. You know. But um, yeah, and uh it's hard going on the road when you, you know, have a limited uh, you know, when you're not traveling in the big luxurious bus. We got a really beautiful apartment in um in nashville there was a corporate apartment uh that we had and that was really nice uh but you know you have to be utilize your wardrobe the best you can so i was watching this video with dolly parton where she said when she first started she'd be she was on this tour bus and uh she had like these wigs and she had her little outfits and she would recycle them the whole week and she'd wash them in the sink and then try them out, you know? oh. so i was like she really like you know worked hard when she first started you know yeah so i admire dolly i just think she's really you know I yeah just like she's her. amazing and 
different from the music, but Jeff Bezos just gave her a hundred million dollars to, um, you know, for charity use for charity. And yeah, I thought that was good of him. Yeah. He said he wants to give away uh, most of his money, I guess, lifetime, you know, which is good. You know, uh, Kelly and Kimber could use some for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You know, to me, anyway, that's a, that's a, that's a whole other thing, right? But yeah, Um, I, I wish they would do something more than just charity with it. You know, something that, that, makes the money make the money you know and down i don't know anyway so it's, that it goes on last yeah it's hard because um his wife uh his first wife melissa was that her name melissa mm, i don't remember Meredith? Her name, but she, she's Something. given away a lot of her money yeah too. she gave to cal state florida where i went to school she she yeah. anonymous anonymously donated most of her divorce settlement right and then she didn't want to tell anybody but someone like dug it up like they wanted to know right because and she gave it to like all the universities a lot of them in southern california and underrepresented or or something you know so um anyway i thought that was cool that was i don't think it was it was her divorce settlement but it was she earned it too well that's true that's true it wasn't like she was just the oh yeah that's true i didn't mean a bunch of money from a divorce I didn't she mean to imply did, that so. she didn't work because she, I know she. Yeah, that's why I know you didn't. I just wanted to clarify that. Right. So she gets credit because she helped create Amazon too. Oh um, yeah. I'm always but, talking about that. Like, you know, yeah. the woman, you know, it's just ridiculous how some, you know, back it's, a, that's a whole other thing. So we won't get into it, but <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> we go on up, we go on these yeah. tangents, but, yes. um, <laughs> but yeah. So getting back to Nashville, it's a great scene and I want to go back, you know, I, I made a lot of, contacts that I will be pursuing so that I can go back on my own because Crosby kind of knew that area and uh, I didn't. So, um, so that's it, you know? Yeah. Well, that's exciting. And I can't wait to see you haven't, you sent me a few pictures, but I want to see all of them and I hope I can see some video and get a feel for it and we can share it with everybody in the yeah, video. and we might have some acts that um, I've invited to possibly do another one okay. if we if they come back on if they come back if they get on our podcast. <laughs> well, one more thing that I wanted to bring up that might be of interest to somebody watching this video is: didn't you say that you could actually make a living without yes. being a famous musician mm-hmm. in Nashville because they pay their musicians, whereas in Los Angeles, sometimes you have to pay the venue to play. Well, in Los Angeles, I feel That's- like. In fact, maybe it's like this in New York too, but you, if you're famous, you know, you're, it's golden, right? You can play right. wherever you want. Right. If you're not known and you're just, you know, a struggling musician or, you know, you got a medium, you know, level musician, medium success, I would should say, um, you're probably not going to make very much money performing in Los Angeles. It's just really hard. In Nashville, like I was saying, you could play. Uh, every night if you want you can do covers if you want to there's so many musicians you can work for you can do demos um like i was talking about the taco bell thing you know those people they were they're making a couple maybe a couple hundred dollars a night possibly doing it because the tip people i feel like in nashville people are very appreciative of music because they just love it it's every like in bristol that town we were playing you know we got these paying gigs that you know that in this small town where you know we didn't really have a large following there so maybe 30 40 people were at some of these gigs but they still paid us pretty substantially you know and so that was you don't get that in LA that much you know yeah I wonder I wonder what the difference is I mean I remember working at the Troubadour um 
which is, you know, everybody's, all the old rock people have played there. And, you know, then we had the up and comers and we always would require them to sell tickets. You know, they had to sell so many tickets. Otherwise it wasn't worth our time because nobody would show up. And so it's such a catch 22 where, you know, you have this band, they're going to play and then it's just for the employees. So how do you, you know, and I think LA is just so saturated and everybody's so jaded. I mean, yeah, I think they're a little more jaded and um, it's a little more, more, uh, high rent district. So they're a little bit more, but I mean, Nashville yeah. is too, but that's part of their tur- tourism though. The, the attraction is the music. So, you know, when you go to yeah. Nashville, you're going to see new music. It's too bad. LA doesn't, um, cause we, you know, we're so known for rock and it's too bad. We can't get that scene going a little bit more where yeah. same kind of thing, like maybe some rock bands are playing, but every, but all the musicians get so jaded because they don't want to have to work so hard to sell their tickets. Like I said, when we were in Bristol, we had like 30 people that were just there anyway. You know, it wasn't because of us. You know? People appreciated the music. Yeah. And, and uh, um, they, it's part of their culture there out in Nashville and the surrounding towns. They're, it's their culture of uh, they appreciate. Like I said, because country music supposedly started in that area. It's part of their um, heritage, you yeah. know, and yeah. the blues and all all that, you know. So. Trucker on the road Choo-choo, Tennessee Bright lights, Kansas City You know, so um, And Chicago's a little bit like that too Chicago, when I went to Chicago But they're more into jazz and blues But they, it's a music town, boy You go to the airport There's some, you know, there's people playing music in the airport And it's just really LA, I guess we're just so jaded Are there any famous, like do famous musicians come and play? In Nashville, Nashville? I'm sure they do, but I didn't see anybody pop up. Like I said, Steven Tyler, supposedly, I came across a video on YouTube with him. I think it was the Bluebird Cafe. Okay, I have to look that up because I, like I said, no one told me about that cafe and I don't know. I should have mentioned it. I'll feel really dumb if it's like really famous and they were like, what do you mean? the (laughs) But, uh, um, But a lot of people have hotels and clubs right on Whiskey Row, like Kid Rock, uh, Shania Twain, um, uh, gosh, Dolly Parton, I'm sure has something they all do. And, you know, Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett, that's a chain, but they all have these clubs that are named after them, you know, right on the the row. So, um, uh, what's his name? Glenn Campbell. He has a a museum slash club right there. And Johnny Cash had something right down the street from where we were like a, a museum, and um, so it's all you know, those kind of things, you know. So um, yeah, it was. I, yeah, I don't know. I just remember in L.A. being out, and uh, you know, I remember uh, at the Viper Room, Steven Tyler showed up and sang there, and I was like, you know, ten feet away from the stage, which the stage is only about a foot high or two feet high, so he's you're right at eye level with them. And uh, who else? Billy Duffy and Duff McKagan showed up and played. Um, then being at Spice, John Bon Jovi showed up and played and Sam Kinison was there and Billy Idol got up and sang and like, you just get so spoiled that after that, I remember going to concerts and you and I have gone to concerts. We always get backstage passes because we know that one of us knows the musicians and, you know, you just get spoiled. We're like, I I can't go to a concert where I'm in the audience. (laughs) Right. Right. And you're looking at watching them on a TV or something. Um, so I don't know if that's, 
you know, what happens to people in LA? They just don't uh, appreciate even, you know, new music. That's um, true. That's true. Because you get so spoiled seeing all the big names. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, like when you go to these smaller nut towns, but the outside of LA or New York, but even New York, I think has those clubs, but there, I don't know if people are making any money. You would probably know better than I about those clubs in New York, you know, where some of the bands would play. I don't know. Were you into music when you lived in New York? Were you going out? The more, the more, um, I went to the China club. I used to go to the China club and they'd always have live music. And I remember Nile Rogers was a big producer mm -hmm. of music and he would always buy me and my friend drinks. Um, and we'd always see Julian Lennon there. Uh, and it was very small, very small club. And that's the only real music club. The rest of them were like dance clubs, like the Palladium and mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Heartbreak and um, those places. But I think in L.A., it was more it was just so easy. You know, I I think even with comedy, I think we've talked about comedy, too, in the comedy store. I remember one time Richard Pryor showed up and did his routine and then Andrew Dice Clay did a routine. And um, I think maybe the come to LA to because there's so many famous people and everybody's so jaded they don't fawn over them they're treated normal so mm -hmm. maybe that's why they feel more comfortable and then of course the people that live there you know you're living amongst a bunch of famous people so it's not such a big deal um to see them I don't know. it's it's, it's funny I met a, a lot of uh up and coming younger musicians uh, in their late teens in when I was in Johnson city, when I first got there and they, they participated in this music video that Crosby was doing. And they were all asking me about LA. Should I come? Should I come? And I wanted to say, Oh gosh, you know, like well, really it's, you know, like we talked about with uh, happen and Harry. I was just going to say our friend heaven and Harry would say you, if you come, you have six months and then you have to go home, pack it up and go home. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. LA, LA is tough again, because there's so much competition and it's, there's so many famous musicians already there, but that's where they made it. That's where most of them made it. You hear the stories of, wasn't it, didn't Poison live upstairs at the Troubadour at one point or something? Well, I, think I think it was Motley Crue. I think it was there. Motley Maybe Crue. Motley Crue. I can't remember who I should know that. Cause I worked there. Um, and just the stories, the funny, I don't know, just um, hey, if you're willing to uh, rough it long enough, I guess, you know, yeah. like you, you, you and I have talked about this, you know, it's like, I don't really like roughing it. And so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not good at roughing it. You know. Still, it, you know, it's the experience of it, too. And what you get out of it, even if you don't stay permanently. Right. Um, I always look at things, you know, some people say, well, I don't want to be a failure. You're never a failure. It's an experience. You, sure. you absorb the experience and then move on. If it didn't work for you, there's something better or something else. You can't yeah, look at it true. as a um uh you know a it, failure it's a life success. experience it's, a, it's a, an experience and so i always say the more experiences you have the more different places you get the opportunity to live makes your life just more full yeah i mean like even for me like I said, i've never actually been to the south you know this is my first time going to the south and i was like it just was such a great experience i don't there's something about going into a different like kind of yeah cultural uh atmosphere that you're not used to oh and that's another funny thing the one of the uh recording studios that i was in in bristol which uh the guy was really nice i'll try to write it down below because he was a really good uh recording artist excuse me a recording engineer that we worked with a little bit when we were there but um he was like because i was telling how a lot of my friends you know said oh i, I don't have anything in common with those people you know in the south you know and i was and he was like you tell them that we're not all like that you know <laughs> 
you know, because and you know, music people are generally speaking very liberal anyway, so it's 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 hard. But well, in a country this vast, it's so funny because New York is a very different vibe. Right. I really liked New York. I just couldn't sure. stay there for the winter. Sure. In fact, I, I love I, New might York. Have stayed there. The, yeah. I remember I went to visit my friend, not planning on moving to New York by any means. I had just gotten divorced and I was just going to go visit her for a while. And I remember being on Broadway and I wasn't, I hadn't even dabbled in acting at all yet. Mm -hmm. And I got, we went to see a play on Broadway and I don't know what happened. I was like, I love this place. Just the feel, you know, the feel of it, the energy. Yeah. It's the energy, so energy. And I loved, I love New York. City. I know. I, I love I it too. Yeah. I used to go periodically with my boyfriend who was from mid midtown, you know, and so uh -huh. we would stay at his place and I just, he'd take me to Murray Hill because his grandparents lived there. And, and, um, he was a real New Yorker third generation, you know, and, uh, he, uh, I was always like, God, this is great. But then he took me on the subway and I was like, Ooh, I don't know why I don't like the subway. <laughs> First time seeing it. I didn't want to touch anything. I was <laughs> right. like, People have sat on that. It was looks so dirty. And then uh, after being a while there, then you get used well, to it, right? Trash everywhere too. There's just yeah. trash cans all over the place. But you just become accustomed, and you get used to what streets to go down and what streets. Yeah, not. yeah, yeah. I know. I love New York. I was, yeah, was actually. Great. I just had dinner with a close friend of mine. And last night I was in Nashville. I had dinner with uh, the girl that I used to do one of the girls I used to do the USO stuff with, and she was like, "Have you ever thought about living in New York?" And I was like, "Yeah, but you know, gosh, it, I always felt like I had to be like, you know." really Jackie O style or forget it, you know? And yeah. It's in the winters are harsh. I mean, really hard. Even if you have money, because I mean, you have to have a lot of money because you literally have to have a chauffeur pick you up at the door and drop you off at the door right. because even right. people, it costs as much to park your car as it does for an apartment. Sure. There's no place to park. There's no, so you don't, you don't yeah. really need a car or if you do, you got <laughs> real quick and real funny. Sure. Um, I used to babysit this very wealthy guy's kid. Mm -hmm. And he'd give me his Mercedes to drive him around in the day. Mm -hmm. I drove in New York City. I look back at that. I'm like, how did I drive in New York? It's crazy. I mean, it's all cabs and you're like inches away from other cars. Well, you had a lot of nerve, huh? I don't know. I guess because I don't think I could do that. If somebody handed me keys right now, I'd be like, no, I don't think so. And I know. And That's, I never got in any accidents. I was very proud of that. That happened to me when I actually was in Italy. I got picked. I was in Rome and the guy had a Mercedes. He was like, do you want to drive? And they have those roundabout things, you know, and everybody's uh -huh. going so bad like this, yeah. you know, and I was yeah. like, forget it. No, I don't want to drive. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. I don't I really don't know how I had the nerve to do that. But um, yeah, it's funny. Um, But yeah, so New York is great. And I love New York. And it's all, you know, because it's so much culture. But but Nashville is great, because it has a different vibe. And people are a little more, um, I guess they, I'd say they, they're a little more respectful to you. I mean, at least the ones that I met, they're very, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, wow. that's a <laughs> they're very polite. Yeah. yeah, yeah ways so uh i really had a good time i actually you want to go back i would do you, i do want to go, go back, back? Yeah. i want to go back i want to tour nashville maybe on my own as uh my own music and then also yeah. i'd love to go to uh, austin i want to check out austin because there's a lot of good music oh. going on in austin too but also uh, a friend of mine lives in Asheville, north carolina and i might try to do like an Asheville, north carolina go back to nashville type yeah. thing you know so yeah. my southern tour you know, <laughs> Kimbra on tour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I why not? It. I love it. I'm yeah. so excited for you. I think that's yeah. awesome. And like just going away and seeing other places 
whether it's in the United States or uh, abroad or wherever. Yeah, abroad too. But just seeing USO. Yeah, but I would love. I'm glad I went to. That was my like I said, my first time in the South. The most South I've ever, most Southern state I've ever been is Texas, and I know that nobody considers them Southern. They don't consider themselves Southern, but um, they don't. I guess they don't. They, you know, um, and Austin's a very not typical of um, of um, Texas. Yeah, Yeah, and that's where I was. So, so I'm glad I went to Tennessee. I would like to go, like I said, North Carolina. Maybe um, I might go to the South, you know, not the South, but the Florida part that's real Southern, you know, down there by, um, I think it's Tallahassee. They have a, like a thriving music scene down there too, you know? So um, there's just so many parts of the United States that you can explore that uh, get out of your little bubble, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you've lived in LA your whole life, you know, that Southern California and I lived sure. in Southern California, most of my adult life. And then when you like, here I am in a little town in Wyoming called Rock Springs, and we have a very healthy um, music scene. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You were saying calories. And so, you know, when you start that, that's what I was, people here are always, not always, but most people here, uh, they like it because of the outdoor activities, all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. climbing and whatever they, they do. And I'm, I'm, the only person I know that always says, well, I like it because of the, the culture, you know, the, the art, the music, people are very entrepreneurial here. Hmm. I belong to two women's entrepreneurial groups. And so well, you, you fit right in because you're very entrepreneurial. Well, that's yeah. what I like. And that's why yeah. I really felt at home here. And I really um, enjoy it. I really like it. I like the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you, when you move around the country, I almost wish I could like every year move to someplace new and <laughs> You know, but it's yeah. big. <laughs> you can't. It's hard. That. It takes um, a time and yeah, money, right? Move around and you see all the different cultures and different. You know, we're all the same, but still, there's differences. You know, and all the rich, rich, um, artistic talent and creativity. I'd like um, to spend a little time in New England too. I've never really been to New England, yeah. and uh, my stepfather's from Vermont, so um, it's a different, you know, kind of lifestyle there too. Um, but yeah. So anyway. Nashville's great. You should visit it. And uh, we're going to be posting some videos, some pictures and, uh, you know, well, Nashville part two next year, right? (laughs) Thanks for sharing. I'm glad I felt like I went with you a little bit. Yeah, you were talking back and forth while you were there and um, got to hear about it. But I'm glad I got to hear everything now. So thanks. Yeah, it's a great, great music town. And everyone should experience it that loves music. And like, like I said, not just country music, it's everything. Yay. Okay. So we'll see you next time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And anyone, if you've gone to Nashville yourself, share your story with us and let us know what you think of what you think. What do you think? Yeah. What was your impression? What is your impression? Um, uh, what did you like about it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.